It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night? This is the only fun Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Shadell. Each week I ask my brother from another mother, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how's it doing today? <laughs> it's doing all right. How about how's it doing for you, buddy? It's doing all right over here too. Uh, you know, it's been raining. You know, fall fall has fallen. Or what, we never decided on one last week, did we? Uh, we might have, but I already forgot. Well, fall, here, fall has fell. I don't think we ever settled on one, but I thought of it this week, and I'm so glad we brought it up again because I I thought of one. Autumn has automatically arrived. Okay, you could do that. You could do autumn has tumbled. What does that mean? It's fell is tumbled is like fell. <laughs> yeah, but and it's tum, not alliterative. Autumn, it autumn rhyme. has tumbled. No, it's whatever the oh. autumn has <laughs> tumbled. Okay, you really have to pronounce the syllables in such a way that <laughs> autumn what, has. Tumbled. What was your what was your dumb thing? Because like mine's stupid. What was your stupid thing? I don't think I have anything stupid. Everything I do is smart guy <laughs> shit. Uh, <laughs> Autumn has automatically. Autumn has automatically arrived because it always comes on the same day, more or less. Equinox. You it know. doesn't always come on the same day. September 21st or 20th or 22nd, somewhere in there. It's basically the same day. Yeah. What are you going to tell me I'm wrong? Calendar doesn't lie. Seeing scoreboard and pointing at a calendar. <laughs> you know what I love about autumn, which, as we all know, automatically arrives just as a new season of Survivor does. Thomas, did you watch Survivor 45 last night? Dudes will step to you with a corny line, asking for your name, saying, What's your sign? I did, Jake. And what did you think of this week's episode title, No Man Left Behind? Uh, it's okay, it's an okay title. Yeah, as far as titles go, you could do worse. Uh, she says, Sabaya is on the Lulu Losers tribe, as we all know, and she says No Man Left Behind doesn't apply to Survivor. Because she's a Marine. Did you know this? That's from the Marines. I don't know if you know this, but she was in the Marines. They have yeah. a saying there in the Marines. Yeah, but not on Survivor. Sorry, guys. Uh, Sabaya returns Emily's shot in the dark to her. That's nice. Uh, Caleb, Sean, Emily, and Sabaya feel like they're a solid four. And in this moment in the episode, I really bought into this. I was like, yeah, I'd love to see these, these four, you know, come together and rule the end of the game. There's just one problem. <laughs> they keep losing challenges. They can't help You can't be a lose. solid four when you have to vote somebody out. Emily is suspicious of why there were only three votes at the previous tribal council. Enough. You know, stop counting. What is this, Math Island? Stop pocket watching. Yeah. This is metagaming, Emily. Get the fuck out of here. Jeff will read as many votes as is necessary, okay? Okay, so don't don't even worry about it. Jeff knows. That's even my though take. you're right, Anne Sabaya's vote doesn't ever vote. But don't <laughs> worry about it. Don't think too much about it. I like counting votes is Jeff's job, not my job. Uh over on Bello, Jake nearly passes out while fueling the fire with his own breath. Very scary moment for me uh, as somebody with the same name as this guy. Someone in the Jake community. Yeah. Kendra talks to Jake, who says he's boys with everybody. I liked this. Again, you know. <laughs> this is the Airhead Alliance. Wow. The Airhead Alliance has automatically arrived. <laughs> um... I like Jake saying he's boys with everybody because that's kind of how I feel about everybody. I'm like, hey. Yeah, that's, that's common right Jake there. W right there. Exactly. Kendra says the only time she's heard his name is when they found out that he's a lawyer. Ho, ho, ho. God I like forbid. that Kendra is the one person that is threatened by lawyers. <laughs> Who cares? Um... Jake then tells Kendra that they're definitely going drinking after this. It's okay. That's my boy right there. <laughs> I think Jake's cool. He's growing on me. I actually like the Bellow tribe the most, I think. Who's your favorite tribe at this point? Um, yeah, I think I like them the best as well. I mean, it's them or... 
I don't know. You know what, though? Like, I think the way that this season has shaken out so far, they really did get rid of uh, the dead weight early, which is nice. Yeah. And I just, I, I mostly like everybody left um, with, with a few exceptions. Oh, who do you not like? Don't love Sifu. From being from being real about that, that's your guy. But though. you know what, though, I will say I think he, his presence is a little less irritating now that they've everyone isn't being super irritating all the time. Like everyone is, people are being less extra. So one person being extra doesn't matter as much. Sure. Is he the only person you don't like? Uh, unless I'm not thinking of anybody, but um. I don't even really dislike him that much. I just think the <laughs> editing's having a little too much fun with him right now. Yeah. Survivor, we don't want to be fun. This is the only fun Survivor podcast. We don't need Survivor to be fun. That's our job. Jeff's job is reading the votes. The show's job is to be serious, and our job is to make fun of how serious it is. Stop making good TV. That's not any fun to talk about, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. If there's one thing that this season, the the problem it's had is they've made too much good TV It's too, too early. good. It's too good three episodes in. <laughs> At no point do we have any complaints about the first three episodes. Uh, over on the Reba McIntyre tribe, a crab has eaten to the two earthworms that they were going to eat. Why didn't they eat the crab? That was exactly what I was thinking. I was like, this is better than what yeah. you had. This is like when that guy traded a paperclip up into a house. Remember that story from like 10 years yes. ago? Yeah, this is, this is a, there's a crab right there. Yeah. Delicious crab. Delicious crab that is literally creating its own sustenance right now. It's got protein in it, so you can get protein in you. What's the issue, Reba? Eat the crab. Meanwhile, yeah, Austin and Drew crab. go idol hunting. Austin, no, excuse me, Drew says that finding an idol requires killer instinct and entrepreneurship. Do you agree with this statement? Shut up. (laughs) What are you talking about? If anyone says the word entrepreneurship ever, the first thing in my head is just shut up. It's the the Arrested Development, don't call it that, uh, (laughs) bit. I feel like you're gaslighting me and telling me that finding an idol doesn't require entrepreneurship. Oh, man. What the, we, we, hey, we have a special uh, former contestant. Uh, Hi's on the show. What's up, Hi? <laughs> so D is on to Austin and Drew and catches Drew digging for the idol. So he tells them that he actually saw seafood digging there, but then he gave up. This was such a bad lie. <laughs> Horrible lie. Just it, complete. It's one of those things, too. Like, they were they were caught in 4K on this one, too. Like, they both looked insanely guilty the second they had to talk about this. So, like, just be honest about it. Yeah, especially since this person is in your alliance. Be like, oh, we just found this advantage. I didn't know where you were. And be like, oh, cool. Let me help then. Simple. Smarten up, Drew. Smartest guy who's ever been on the show doesn't even know how to say, oops, we messed up. Well, and that's also, is there somebody that isn't in, in the alliance? Is Sifu not in the alliance? Sifu and Jay are not in the alliance. Putting him on a Sifu diet, but, um... You can't see, but I'm flipping you off right now for that one. Okay, yeah, uh... But, like, yeah, I think what you could say is, like, we didn't want to, like... I, I had already talked, uh... You know, we had talked about it together, but we didn't want to, uh... Draw too much attention until we actually found it, because it might alert the other people in the tribe. Yeah. That but since sense. you're already here. No, let's just immediately throw somebody else under the bus. And then, like, why would he give up and then you go look there? If it, if I feel it, like you should have a plan in place if somebody finds you of an excuse, too. Well, they did have you a know? plan in place. They were going to talk about tacos. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just didn't, it just didn't work. <laughs> Whoever decided to put this clue, this second clue here, so close to camp... Genius move from the survivor gods. Uh, at the reward challenge, they have to hit a ball onto a track and then catch it and then toss the ball and then throw some rings. How, how about Loved that? It. This is a great challenge. There was this a lot of basketball happening. That's what I was going to say. This was the basketball one, right? Just like, you know who is? You know who's a fucking hooper? Caleb's a, a fucking hooper. He was out there. Yes. 
absolutely crushing it. Held his form on the uh, the one, you know, the the little basket that you got to hit to to raise up the the mm-hmm. ring toss thing. Mm-hmm. Held his form on that. I um, noticed that. Yeah. I love the little spin that he put on the the last uh, ring that he put on there. Smart, very smart. Caleb, Caleb's my favorite player on the season. Caleb fucking rules. Uh, that's a basic take. Everybody loves Caleb. Everybody loves him so much that they were going to vote him out third. They were going to vote him out third. <laughs> uh, the uh, winners get some fruit, and uh, the top-tier team gets uh, raid another camp. And wouldn't you believe, no longer the Lulu losers, the Lulu winners, in fact. What a name. Lulu winners. Do you think they named this tribe Lulu so that they could be called the Lulu losers uh, and then put all of the worst people on it? It would not surprise me. It certainly would not surprise me. It's a funny bit if that's what they were doing. Um, Lulu wins, Reba takes second, and then everybody's favorite baller, Hooper, Caleb, goes on the tribe raid. What do you think of the tribe raid? Is is as in general? I don't love it. Why not? I just think it's dumb. Okay. <laughs> what about it is dumb? <laughs> I think like going over and raiding somebody's camp is an advantage you shouldn't get. I think you know part of it is just the idea is like oh you get to like talk to other people or whatever. But yeah, I. I don't know. I, I don't love it. I understand what you're saying. Um, it's especially odd that they did it so early. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, nobody has anything yet. Go ahead and raid the other tribe. Uh, he also is given one, basically one extra vote to give to somebody else called the goodwill advantage. They're complicating these votes, and I don't think I like it. Too many advantages. Yeah, this what, is what they do when they don't have any other ideas. What happened to one person, one vote? You know, this is America. I guess it's not. I guess it's survival. At least I Island. thought it was. It's not though. It's not though. So he goes over to the Reba McIntyre tribe. Sifu and Jay have an incredibly awkward jam session. Did you love this scene? Yeah, it was great. When Sifu pretended to use the machete as a guitar, and Jay was uh, forced into sing along. That's cool, right? Yeah, cool. Good stuff. Cool, good stuff. So happy we got 90 minutes so we can see that. Uh, Caleb is very charming and talks to everyone individually. People on the podcast were like, what a genius move it was for Caleb to talk to everybody individually. Why wouldn't you do that? Isn't that the whole purpose of this this whole gimmick? I don't know. Somebody might be more um, focused on the raid than on forming connections. Well, you know, that's why Caleb's going to win this game, supposedly. He gives Drew the goodwill advantage, who shares it with his alliance, you know, making up for... uh, It's like when a ref calls a penalty on the opposite team because they messed up a penalty earlier in the game. You know, basketball, probably other sports, too. Yes, I'm familiar with it. Heard of it. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, It's kind of like that. Uh, Lulu losers, excuse me, the Lulu winners have their fruit basket, and Emily's whole vibe has changed. Pretty good stuff, huh? We love yeah, Emily now. I love it when my when someone's whole vibe changes. Vibe shift. Uh, okay, so Sabaya floats the idea of voting out Caleb. Says, "Is it too early? Yeah, it's. Yeah, what are you talking about? Take out the one person everybody doesn't like to." Increase your alliance. Strengthen your alliance. Also, getting rid of your uh, ringer and challenges seems like a bad idea. Like the, the, I know you're already losing them, but the, the guy that won you the challenge, maybe don't get rid of that guy. Yeah, but what about when he wins at the end? you got to think about the end game at the beginning. <laughs> right away. you got to think about the end right now. <laughs> Over on Bellow, Jake goes fishing and loves it. Um... I personally haven't been fishing since I was a child, and I I didn't really care for it much then. It was quite boring. I don't think I would care for it much now either. And if somebody invites me to a fishing trip, I'd say no thank you. I think as a kid, I think it's boring mostly because it's, 
you know, your perception of time is slower and, uh, you know, you want stuff to be happening. I think as an adult, the appeal of it is that it's kind of meditative. Um, it's still not my thing, but like, I get why people like it. Sure. I, um, I'd rather just like pull up the calm app though. If I want to meditate, you know, it's 2023. I'm a fucking millennial. This is, this is what's wrong with society today. Nobody would rather pull up an app than go catch a bass. Um, that's a pretty good joke. So here's what I think uh, about Jake and Jay Maya. I think, you know, the tribe swap is coming up, and maybe even they'll both make it to the merge in the future. I want them to get an alliance together so they can be called Jake Maya. Isn't that fun? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we'll, it'll definitely happen. So. Yeah, why wouldn't it happen? <laughs> no reason. <laughs> Kendra, Kelly, and Katura discuss Jake and Brunkle Bruce becomes the target. Because everybody likes Jake, you know? He's boys with everybody. It's true. He is boys with everybody. <laughs> A lot of people are talking about it. Brunkle Bruce, on the other hand, and is... And they're definitely going drinking after this. <laughs> Brunkle Bruce, on the other hand, is broys with everybody, and nobody likes that. <laughs> He's Brunkle Broys with everyone. <laughs> Over on Reba, Austin tells Julie and Dee about the beware advantage, so they hatch a plan to find a rope underground. Uh, and then they find a hammer, and then finally the idol forces them to sacrifice the vote. Uh, and then they also break open a rock. This was fun. This is a fun little scavenger hunt, no? Yeah, I agree. Did you notice uh, the note that how it was attached to the idol didn't say when everybody is merged, but when all players live on the same beach or something like that. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting phrasing. Cause you know, they're all about the phrasing on this show. So, you know, tune in. What am I saying? <laughs> yeah. Don't touch that dial. <laughs> At the immunity challenge, they have to pull a cart, collect keys and blocks, and move the blocks through a barricade, and then build a massive cube puzzle. He loved... I love building a cube. I, I liked bringing the barricade through. I thought that was neat. I do really like uh, whenever they have to put a cart through the barricade and, like, un undo it and then redo it. There's better verbs for what I'm trying to say, but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, it's... it's uh, I don't know why. It's just satisfying to me. Maybe I like going, seeing things go through holes. <sighs> Maybe I like don't seeing things go through holes. I like seeing things go through holes. Um, True words have never been said. <laughs> Lulu winners lose their name. They are once again the Lulu losers. Very interesting uh, music choice here, no? What, what, what was it? Well, instead of uh, them doing, like, the celebratory Reba takes oh, first, like, Bella takes music. second, it was, like, sad music to be, like, what a surprise. The Lulu losers are back. Uh, what do you think of these, like, post-game interviews that Jeff is doing with the contestants now? Uh, I don't watch them. You... So I don't think anything of them. <laughs> okay. I've, I've been watching them. I didn't know we could just skip through moments in the show. No, are you saying after the challenge yeah, or whatever? Yeah, after the challenge, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't thought too much about it. I don't think I like it. I feel like this is a new thing. Like, maybe it happened every once in a while, but it feels like it's happened a lot more this season. They're like, oh, yeah. Lulu, you lost again. How does that feel? Tell us in a talking head. Like, Stop making sense, they have more Jeff. time. They have more time to fill. I think that's probably why they're doing it. Okay, but what about the really fun scavenger hunts that we get to watch all the time? Or people's big toes? Why do I only know about one person's toe? How many toes are there yeah, on this show? that's bullshit. There's, what, 18 people. We can assume they all have 10 toes. There's 180 toes on this show, and I only know about one of them. You want to see toes. Look. Show feet. Not even show feet. I don't give a shit about your feet. Show me your toes. Survivor 44. No, what is this one? Survivor 45, the toe season. That's what we'll call it in the future. Do you think it would be fun to go through each season of the new era at some point and give them each a title beyond their 
be on their numbers. <laughs> and I'm realizing no, now. I that think that be... we should probably like watch Australian Survivor or something before we do that. I think there's better uses of our time. <laughs> I was going to say like that would require us to remember anything that happens in the past. Yeah, that that part's tough too. Uh, so the Lulu losers, they're all sad now. Caleb and Sabaya agree to use each other's name when talking to Emily because obviously Emily's getting voted out. Sabaya says she's going to drop her wax idol in the fire at Tribal. Very funny bit. I loved this a lot. Uh, so now Emily is considering targeting Sabaya. Emily warns Caleb that he's the target, but he doesn't quite buy it. As far as, like, scenes... He doesn't of... quite Sabaya it. Good. Uh, as far as, like, scenes of scrambling before the Tribal Council in the new era, I thought this was really fun. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I don't know why, um, I really don't know why Sabaya told Emily about this. Yeah, I, she's trying to do too much. I think that was clear. I mean, I'm glad that she did, because I like Caleb, and I like Caleb better than her. And I was even willing to potentially sacrifice points to keep Caleb around. Wow. Wow. You're playing with house money with those extra ten points here. That's right, yeah, I got a buffer. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about these wildlife shots. We've got birds, of course. Uh, we have a bunch of wildlife shots in the intro that's finally back. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, so if we uh, are missing any wildlife shots, we always have that as a fallback. But we did have a fish that appeared to be like the blue velvet angelfish. Do you know anything about this fish? Blue velvet angelfish. I'm not familiar. What color do you think it is? Probably blue. It's a bluish black color, although in poor light, it appears black. Um, also, I don't know if this is the correct fish. I looked at about a thousand fish this morning from Fiji trying to identify the one on the TV. It was a blue fish with, like, yellow in the middle of its sides, you know? Well, you're on the record about being bored about fishing, too, so... Yes, fish suck. When you had to look around for fish, you were like, ugh. Fish are foes, not content. Remember from Finding Nemo? Finding Nemo. Classic movie, uh, Call Me Nemo. Remember that guy? Call Me Ishmael. <laughs> yeah, yep, that's not close enough, but... Who's Nemo? Oh, Captain Nemo from 20,000 Leagues, right? Yes. Yeah, I've read a book or two or seen a movie at Debbie and Company. You ever go to that store? I used to go there a lot, and they once were playing 20,000 Leagues under the sea on the TV. It was a teacher supply store that my mom would frequent. And there was a Oh, I we both had the experience of going to teacher supply stores, and let me tell you, most of the time they were boring, but they did sometimes have, like, Playmobil there. And yeah. so I'd be like, ooh, I'm going to go look at the Playmobil. They had, I remember at this one that we would frequent, I believe it was called Debbie and Company, but I think it was either something similar or they changed the name. Was that the point. one on Plainfield? Because I'm pretty sure that's like, the exact one that my mom went to. Yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah, I believe that's the one. It's over by MC Sports. Yes, that's the one. Yep. Oh, yep. yep. We went to the same place. <laughs> we had the same childhood. Um, we... Would go there all the time, and they once played 20,000 Leagues on the tube TV that was over the, like, you know, train set, you know, where you could, like, build the trains out of blocks or whatever. Of course, yeah. Uh, like those wooden train sets, super fun. And the 20,000 Leagues movie was all children in the cast. And I was, I was very surprised by that. I'm going to yeah, look this boo. up right now. Because uh, it's such a strong memory for me. Call me Jules. No, I won't, Mr. Vern. Um, but I, I just, I remember sitting there and watching it and being like, this is so fun. Crayola Kid Adventure, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Crayola Kids Adventures. Okay, well, this told me nothing. I went to the Wikipedia page, and it's nothing. This is a segment called Tom's, Useless. Tom's IMDb Corner. We're still in the middle of uh, the other one, but I got distracted. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, 1997. That tracks. Um, 
So everybody is an adult now on the IMDb page. It was directed by Michael Anderson. Um, Evil is a silent hunter. That was the thing. Um, a romance? I can't believe they tried to make a romance out of this story. I truly wanted to barf every time the love triangle between Sophie, Nemo, and Ned reared its ugly head. That's a featured review. Then they ruined potentially the best part of the movie by replacing the giant squid with a reject from the Godzilla movie. That's a take. I'm going to watch this movie. Do you think that the giant squid is in that movie because they had quid there? Uh, Because they're British? Yeah, well, you know know what that means. You got... Um, you know, it comes after quid is squid, putting the whole putting the whole place at risk, naming your money that. Um, I don't know what you're referencing right now. <laughs> what is this? Can't believe you don't remember a dumb joke that we were making while playing Scrabble one time <laughs> oh many God. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that was so long ago. Um, okay, I think this is the one. Crayola Kids Adventures, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. This one was directed by Michael Krusen. You know him? I'm, I'm not familiar. This is the one I found. This is the one I was thinking of. Crayola Kids Adventures. Huh. I've discovered a whole thing. Anyway, let's get back to wildlife shots. Um, where could these fish be found? The blue velvet angelfish, in case you forgot. Um, the water. <laughs> you can find them in the ocean. You are killing this game. Um, I am so smart. The waters of what country specifically? Uh, Fiji, probably. It's the only place you can find them. Uh, this is an extreme... Uh, do you think this, this fish is extremely shy or more gregarious? It's a clownfish, so it's probably more gregarious. It's actually an extremely shy fish, and I don't think it's a, what? It's a clownfish. It's an angelfish. Yeah, that's right. So you were I'm thinking sorry. of Captain I was thinking of, I was thinking of Nemo. <laughs> you were thinking of Angels, Captain Nemo. Angels, as we know, are famously shy. <laughs> they said finding Nemo, and then that captain wasn't even in the movie. That's the probably shit. <laughs> I they should call it lies. They shouldn't <laughs> call it. I honestly, I think they should call, call it false advertising. I think I really liked everybody in that movie. I think they should call it Great Fellows. <laughs> Great fishless. There's a. Well, I think it's in like one of the first episodes of On Cinema. Uh, Greg Turkington is talking about John Goodman, and he goes, "They should call him John Great Man because he's a yeah. great actor." Really good joke. Really great joke. Even. Uh, how big do you think these birds are? I mean, fish are. Excuse me. Sorry, I hate thinking about fish. I'd rather think about birds. I'm gonna say they're like. These are probably not super big fish. I'm gonna say they're like six inches. Try half as hard next time. Three inches. Correct. Actually, like 2.8, but close enough. And how do you think they rank on the IUCN red list? I, I'm, I'm hoping least concerned, so that's what I'm going with. Well, hmm. It appears to not be listed. So that's probably So it's good. either fine or already extinct. They would mention if it was already extinct. Uh, not evaluated, which means... Uh, it's plentiful. I take it. Because um, why would a red list evaluate something that's not near threatened? Or, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Why would they bother if, yeah. if something's not near extinction? I'm using the wrong words, but you know what I'm trying to say. At Trouble Council, Sabaya immediately puts her wax idol in the fire. Great stuff. I hope they bring this back because uh, it's... Fucking phenomenal. Yeah, like, you want an idol? You're going to have to work for it. I, I appreciate that. No more hunting through the jungle like your Russell Hands. Throw a wax candle in the fire. Funny stuff. Um, they talk about the camp raid and general camp scrambling. <laughs> and finally, Sabaya takes the idol out of the fire and lets it cool for a minute, you know, for safety. I loved that. That was so funny. And Jeff's just being like... a survivor cookout going, as Jeff said. Jeff's being like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, This one's the same rules as the one Drew had found. When everybody is on the same beach, keep an eye out, folks. We're the only ones who said this. Keep us a buyout. Keep us a buyout. 
Sabaya's out, two to one over Caleb. Um, I was kind of sad until I saw that you had. It was. I don't think anyone was terribly happy about it, but yeah, least of all, Sean was. uh, Sean was very distraught. Um. Yeah, I was. uh, I mean, honestly, at this point, I didn't want any of them to go home from this tribe. Yeah, I was bummed. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't want anybody to go there. Even Emily is growing on me. People are saying Emily. Yeah, Emily's fine. Emily She's might fine win now. People. I doubt it, but okay. It's all about the arc. It's all about the journey. This is no. This is on there. That's not. <laughs> you're. <laughs> I'm. I'm really nice now. In like two episodes, is not an arc. Three episodes, and it is. Thomas, last week you had, of course, 22 points. I had 10 points. Uh, you had picked Marlon Brando to survive on the Bellow Tribe, and he did. I picked Kendra, who I'm falling more and more for every week. Falling for in like I oh like my god, like romantic way. I just think Kendra's fun, and I would like to be on that tribe with her. Um, and she seems like a type of person that you would love, too. Uh, on Lulu, yeah, okay. I picked Sean... Who of course survives? That's another point for me. And who did you? Uh, can you remind me who you picked for Lulu Thomas? Uh, I picked Sabaya. Uh, and we said bye bye to Sabaya. So we no did. point for you this week. There, you picked of course Sifu yeah. with Reba McIntyre. Look, you gotta. I'm gonna give it to you because you gotta take the points where you can get them. You exactly. know, you, this is where I come back. Uh, you picked Sifu McIntyre. I picked Austin McIntyre. Both of them survived. Neither of us picked the correct reward, but. You said Reba McIntyre would win reward, and she did. I said the Lulu Losers would win reward, and they did. Good call for me, huh? Reba also won immunity. Good job. You got a point for that. I said Lulu would win. I was high on Lulu, and I regret that. Uh, <laughs> he made a mistake. Neither of us corrected the correct person. Uh, predicted the correct person. I s- neither of us corrected... <sighs> Bro, <laughs> what are you doing? Neither of us predicted the correct person to be voted out. Why was that so hard? Of course, still waiting on KFC and Subway to show up. Okay, so who is winning the next reward? Uh, and remember, we're getting say, a tribe swap. I'm going to say Reba. I'm going to say, you know, I saw my boy Jake on Lulu. So I'm going to say Lulu. Okay. What will the reward be, however? I bet they're probably going to have food of some kind. Um, Can't just say food. I'm going to say, I'm going to say burgers. Mm, Okay. I'm going to say nobody should even be talking to this tribe until they've had their coffee. Oh, okay. Who's winning immunity? Um... I'm going to say Bello, the Maria Bello tribe. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to say Reba McIntyre continues their domination. And finally, who will be voted out? Predict correctly. Said it right that time. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that... Uh, Jake is a casualty of the tribe swap. Fuck off. That's my boy right there. <laughs> He's boys with everybody. Uh, You're not special. I'm voting for my broy, Brunkle Bruce, yet again. People are shitting on Brunkle Bruce every episode. <laughs> and if he doesn't get out before the merge, that man is making it to final tribal and he will lose. He is the third place finisher if I've ever seen one. Yeah, that dude has goat written all over him. Uh, of course, you're waiting on Subway, I'm waiting on KFC, and not just for lunch here in my real life. Um, we don't have a KFC nearby, but we do have a Popeye's, so maybe I'll do that. that Ooh, really I good. had Popeye's yesterday. I got, let, let me tell you, if they want to pay us to, to plug these, I will, but I, I like them enough, I'll plug them for free right now. Uh, the, the wings that they have, uh, good, they're really similar to like Korean fried chicken, which is uh, a big compliment. We were... Um, Discussing drugs before we uh, started recording. And I'll tell you, I was once on a drug of sorts that uh, is certainly legal and went into Popeye's to get some lunch. The menu 
in and out every item on the menu because it's just like, you know, you've been to a fast food restaurant. It's just like that black text on the white background. My eyes could not make sense of it. I was like, wow, drugs are real. It's great. Not my hungry ass unable to read the menu at Popeye's. <laughs> then I had to ask the cashier what he said like three times. And he said, oh, man, did you want side? He said, I know you're high. Every time you said it to him, you're like, I know you're high. <laughs> That's what I was getting. From everyone him. here. Everyone here knows yeah. you're being you all tell you are embarrassing yourself. You should go home. And I did. Oh, shit, Thomas. Oh, my goodness. We've got such a good quotes quiz today. So nasty that it's probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you can call me your majesty. Make a rock and playlist. I'll tell you your zodiac sign. I love it. Um, you know, you're big. Sorry, the, the actual title is Believe It or Not, I Can Guess Your Zodiac Sign Based on the Playlist You Create. Virgos make the best playlists. Yeah, this is from Yes Ray, a community contributor with 10,030 points. I feel like that's a very common number of points for these quiz makers. Am I making that up? No, I think you're right. Hmm. I wonder what the math is on that one, but this is not, again, Math Island. Okay, Thomas, first, choose a 90s hit. Waterfalls by THC, THC, TLC. <laughs> I could go for some THC right now. Uh, I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys. Fantasy by Mariah Carey. My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Um, man, My Heart Will Go On obviously is a great song. That's the one from uh, the boat movie, right? Titanic? Uh, yes, it is. Waterfalls by TLC, though, is also a classic. If I Want It That Way is a classic, and also Fantasy is the one that samples Genius of Love by Tom Tom Club, also oh, a classic. Oh, okay. I was wondering which song that was. I'm uh, not the biggest Mariah Carey fan, if you can believe it. I gotta go with Waterfalls, I'm actually though. picking that one. Okay, nice. That's the one I'm picking. It was between that and I Want It That Way. Oh, interesting. Mine was between Waterfalls and My Heart Will Go On. I'm making two different playlists. Uh, next, choose a hit from the 80s. Oh, shit. This is what I'm talking Two about. Two Prince songs is lazy. I'm sorry. Like, oh they're both good, but you got you to pick one. You've got to pick one. They made the quiz. You've got to pick one. Kiss by Prince. I want to dance with somebody who loves me by Whitney Houston. Purple Rain by Prince. Or you give love a bad name by Bon Jovi. Again, three great songs and one that I won't be mad about. Take a wild guess which one. <laughs> Uh, it's probably the Bon Jovi one. Uh, I want to dance with somebody is my choice. It's so good, right? Okay, wait. It's a fucking great song. What did I pick first? Waterfalls by TLC. You know what? We're doing, uh, we're doing a water theme. Purple Rain by Prince is what I'm going with. I can't believe I was, I ever second guessed picking Purple Rain. Purple Rain is a perfect song. More like Purple Rain. Purple Rain is a great song. Uh, choose a pop hit. Um, I don't like any of these. Pick one. Style by Taylor Swift, Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm Bored by Ariana Grande, Shape of You by Ed Sheeran, or To Be Loved, Am I Ready by Lizzo, the canceled Lizzo. Did you see the Swifties in that movie theater all dancing around in a circle like they're in Midsommar? Yeah, I, um, I think it would be really funny to be the person at the heiress to her movie being like, shh, like treating it like it's a library. <laughs> I'm here for the Trying cinema. to read my book. <laughs> Um, I'm picking up both Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm Bored by Ariana Grande. I also picked that. Yeah. I like Ariana, I like Ariana Grande the best of those artists, yeah, so that's agreed. why I picked her. Um, she's like Bon Jovi and let, I won't be mad if one of her songs is on, but I'm not going out of my way to put it on a playlist. Uh, this next one is the easiest choice they have ever given. It, like, it's so <laughs> not even close. Read it. Choose a hip-hop bop. California Love by Tupac and Dr. Dre. What's Poppin' by Jack Harlow. In My Feelings by Drake. Middle Child by J. Cole. Uh, we're going with California yeah, Love. That's that seems very easy. Very easy. <laughs> Here's one of the greatest songs to ever exist and three from the last five years that are okay oh, yeah. at best. Yeah. You're, of course, talking about What's Poppin' by Jack Harlow. Yeah. One of the best songs to ever exist. Ever, everybody loves What's Poppin' by Jack Harlow. <laughs> I went in to get the Jack Harlow meal at one, whatever fast food restaurant that is, and they said, what's poppin'? And I said, you get it. That's like going to a bar and seeing, um, and they play closing time at 2 a.m. It's like, yeah, I get it. 
Uh, okay, now choose a breakup hit, Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo, who we all know from um, a dream I had recently. Uh, Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson, Bust Your Windows by Jasmine Sullivan. I like Jasmine Sullivan okay. I don't think I know that song. I Fall Apart by Post Malone. Again, this feels Jake, really here's easy. here's the thing. Here's the thing. We started out friends. <laughs> it was cool, but it was all pretend. I will be picking Since You've Been Gone. You've got to pick Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson here. Um, I gotta listen to that Jasmine Sullivan song because I only know a few of her songs. Uh, pick a song from the 2000s. Oh boy, Thomas, can you can you read these options? This one is also quite easy to me. Um, I got a feeling by Black Eyed Peas. Try again by Aaliyah. Ponder Replay by Rihanna. Beautiful by Christina Aguilera. It's be- it's between two of them, and I think it's still pretty easy choice for me. I want to hear what is your. I'm easy going choice here. with going with Try Again by Aaliyah. I I thought you were gonna say that. But you might say I had a feeling you were going to play that because I got a <laughs> feeling that tonight's going to be a good night. Um, I love that song. It always puts me in a good mood. It reminds me of college. That's true. <laughs> in like a very uh, party sense. Um, okay, great. Pick another song, 34 plus 35 by Ariana Grande. Do you get that one? Thomas, do some quick math there. Can we, can we have like something that's not like, can we get some more interesting choices than this, please? No. Happier than ever by like, Billie Eilish. Put a, there are like way more interesting Harry Styles songs you could put on there. Late but like even putting Ed Harry Sheeran Styles. on any of these is insulting. Two I'm supposed Ed to Sheeran know songs. more than one of his songs. I think this one is actually the same as the last one. Shivers by Ed Sheeran. You couldn't tell me that's different from the Ed Sheeran song they mentioned earlier. Uh, I also don't know that I've ever been as indifferent to an artist as I am to Billie Eilish. Like, anytime mm-hmm. I've heard anything by her, I'm like, yeah, this is fine. But, like, I just, I don't care. Uh, I'm picking the Harry Styles song. I don't think I know that one specifically. I am also picking it. It's not, there are Harry Styles songs I like. I really like uh, Adore You, but that's, mm. they didn't put that on there, so. I like um, that one that was really big, Sign of the Times. So as it was. Oh, Sign of the Times. I don't... I, I like As It Was, even though it's, like, a blatant uh, rip-off of um, Take On Me. But you know what? If you're going to rip off a song, Take On Me, pretty good one to rip off. Okay, choose one more popular hit. This is, of course, Easy On Me by Adele, 1999 by Prince, 22 by Taylor Swift, Therefore I Am by Billie Eilish. I'm going with 1999. I know. I'm, like, at an impasse where I already have a Prince song, so I don't want to add another Prince song. But also, I yeah. don't want to add any I mean, of these 20, other If you're going to do a Taylor Swift, I, I kind of like 22. If I'm be as as a a generally indifferent to Taylor Swift kind of guy, 22, not bad. Could you sing that song? But for you, I don't know about you. But <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 32. There we go. Um, I'm feeling eight years old. I'm picking 1999 by Prince. Jake, did I ever send you? Speaking of Taylor Swift. Uh, did I ever send you the supercut somebody made of just Taylor Swift songs set to the, the Sami Zayn entrance theme Worlds Apart? You did, and uh, it's very good. Yes, I like it a it's lot. It's good. I love it. Uh, okay. Uh, mine says Virgo, Taurus, or Libra. Is that right? <laughs> like, they're not even Mine confident. says Aries, Aries, Gemini, or Aquarius. This is great. I can guess it. If I get three, I can guess it. And guess what? You're wrong, bitch. <laughs> Aries, Gemini, or Aquarius. I'm none of those. I'm a Leo. Um, I am a Taurus moon and sun, or whatever the third one is. So, um, But I'm actually a Pisces, of course. So no, you got it wrong, fucko. Um, of course, next week we'll have more quizzes, more quotes quizzes. Everybody loves the quotes quiz. But right now, we're doing the next segment, which is, Thomas, what's your blue sky? Uh, you can follow me at tom.tom.bluesky or .bsky.social. You always have to fucking talk about that every time I say bluesky.social, so I guess I'll say bsky.social. Okay, fine. Um, I, do you post a lot on bsky.social? Uh, sometimes. Yeah, same. I, I There was, a, there was a, a, a skeet or whatever. I'm not calling them that. I had a, I had a post on Blue Sky where I said that it's like it's like going to like a, you know, like a, a nice like cottage. Yeah. To get away from it all. Yeah. That's what, my, that's what Blue Sky is to me. Uh, it's always very nice. It's a very nice experience, which is something I don't think I ever experienced on Twitter. <laughs> Even when Twitter was quote unquote good. Posting on Blue Sky is our definitely our um, 
fishing. Yeah. It's a more relaxing kind of posting. Uh, absolutely. Uh, the show's on Blue Sky. We don't post up that on that one. Uh, but if you wanted to follow it, it's onlyfunsurvivorpod.bsky.social, S-O-I-C-I-A-L, since we're spelling things out now. We're also on YouTube, the Only Fun Survivor podcast. Good stuff. What can people comment on YouTube if they are so inclined? Ha, ha, ha. Very funny smiley face. And yet nobody has. Does nobody listen to the final five minutes of the show? Maybe not. I don't, I don't check the analytics. Um, we also have a Patreon. Uh, we checked a competitor's Patreon recently to see how many they get, and it wasn't a lot, um, but we're asking for more because we, we make even less money. Thomas, what's a show you want to shout out over I'm on all Patreon? about big numbers, numbers on the board. I'm trying to bring in big fishes. I'm not a day trader. Yeah. I'm not trying to bring in small This bullshit. guy's Tim Burton over here trying to pick, bring in the big fish. Yeah, I'm Peter Gabriel, big time. Yeah, I'm... I'm on my way. I'm making it. Um, did you want to give a shout out to one of these shows? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, basketball season, preseason has started. We're talking teal time, folks. Teal time. The Detroit Pistons. Detroit basketball. Um, Ariel asked me the other day, oh, what's um, like what's Detroit Pistons like? Theme, like, do they have music or like intro music or anything, a theme song? And I go, oh, yeah. The- Did you immediately respond with Detroit basketball? Went, Detroit basketball. And she goes, it's just Detroit basketball? No. No, that's incredible. I don't know if they, I don't think they still do it, but they did you tell her that they used to uh do the starting lineup uh to uh the final countdown by Europe oh, I and they would about have like that. big flamethrowers go off. Yeah. Um I I didn't feel like getting into why Pistons games are so much fun um and the specifics of like when and who made such games so fun. Um but I'll I'll have you know People complimented me on my Chauncey Billups jersey at a party last weekend. So, and I saw somebody else who I didn't talk to wearing a Ben Wallace jersey. So I was like, "Hey, what's up?" I mean, I didn't say that, but I thought it. Anyway, any compliments on basketball jerseys over in your neck of the woods up in GR Rapids? Uh, I haven't been wearing them around here recently, but I, I I get compliments when I wear them when I'm out at like summer league or whatever. People people like my Sharif Abdurrahim jersey. They like my Quentin Richardson jersey. We do love compliments. Like my Grand Hill jersey. Classic. Um, and here's a compliment to you, the listener, Thomas. Did you want to thank the fans? Uh, thank you, listeners. Thank you for listening. That's a compliment. Uh, what do people write on the Apple Reviews podcast? section for this show and um they want to do it five stars uh well they they better want to do it five stars but this is my favorite podcast i like it better than all the other podcasts i give it a big thumbs up it's literally so easy and like people are like oh i'm on spotify i'm on youtube then comment yeah then comment you know ha 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 just one comment a day you can fuel our ego for a week all we get is spam bots that give us, like, hearts, which is nice. You know, I appreciate the validation, but I yeah. don't want hearts, spam bots. Hearts, local singles in your area. Yeah. It's great, but that doesn't help me. They say ASL, like we don't talk about our age, sex, and location every episode. <laughs> age, 32. Sex, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a great summer. Deuces. There's a time of victory. There's a page back in history. Do you want to hear a hot take? Yeah? I don't care about Martin Scorsese. <laughs> How so? Have you seen what, what movies of his have you seen? He did The Departed, right? Yeah, that's like the worst one that you could see, though. If that's the only one you've seen, I get it. But, like, that's that's maybe oh, his worst movie. He did, okay, he did Taxi Driver, which I haven't seen, but has always been on my list. Yes, he, he he's done like a million. I mean, like, he did... Goodfellas, he did um, Greatfellas is what they should call it because it's a great film. Um, but uh, <laughs> but oh, he, he did, did like Fear, uh, of course, the longest movie yeah, of time. Uh, the Irishman famously is like three and a half hours long, which also a very good movie. But well, yeah, they had to film long. What's His Name Age in real time. 
Oh god, dude, it's worth watching just for how bad that effect looks. <laughs> like the movie's still good, but the effect looks horrible. 114 minutes with Taxi Driver, an appropriate length for a movie. Taxi Driver is very good. Apparently Cape Fear is only 128 minutes. Why did I think it was like four hours long? Was I confusing yeah, it with Heat? Yeah, Heat is extremely long. I, I got through Heat real quick, so... Yeah, he, I mean, Heat is, heat is uh, I think, over three hours long, but it's like a, you know... It's it just well feel as long as it is. talk about uh, Hugo, a movie I haven't seen. That's one that I probably won't see because it's like, I, it was one that he made that was like ostensibly for kids and it's apparently pretty good, but it's it's a it's a movie about the magic of the movies and I don't see those on principle. Oh yes, I love that. I'm definitely going to watch that movie then. I love movies, about movies especially. Adaptation. The magic of the movies. Um, Actually, I love adaptation, but I would not say uh, that that movie is about the magic of the movies. <laughs> That Sunset movie is about Boulevard. how Charlie Kaufman doesn't like making movies. I loved uh, his other one that came out recently, and by recently I mean like 15 years ago, Synecdoche, New York. That one is great, oh, not yeah. boring at all. Um, That's one of those things where it's like there really might be something there, but I it felt so long watching it the first time that I'm never going to find out. Let's see how long that movie actually is. I want to say it was like two and a half hours long, but... 123 minutes. What did you say? I said I thought it was two and a half hours long, which tells you how how long that movie felt. Like, I definitely want to rewatch it at some point, um, but not at any point soon. I got to rewatch no. Nope before that. I got to watch Great Fellas. I got to watch uh, Cape Fear. Nope. It, nope. They should call Nope Great Fellas, because what a great film. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they call Nope Great Fellas? The title's right there. <laughs> Smarten up, probes. <laughs> <laughs>